Creepies, welcome back to Thoughts from Poor Therapy. It's me, Mel, your favorite, the lifeguard. Remember that thing called work? Yeah, I got in the way again of recording this next episode. And I'm super sad that I missed this one with one of Megan's friends from college, Beth Ware, and I hope you guys enjoy. Welcome back to Thoughts from Pool Therapy, everybody. Uh, you guys know who I am. My name is Megan. I'm your host for this wonderful podcast. Uh, and I have one of my, I mean, I know I say this like every week, but I have one of my favorite humans on the face of the planet joining me as a guest this week. Um, Melanie's not able to join us. Her schedule got changed. She has to close, Ooh. I mean, work, you know. But back to my guest, uh, we have Beth Ware, Dr. Beth Ware. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Welcome, Beth. Hi, thank you for having me. Yes, of course. I'm so excited to have you. Um, Yay. Beth and her fiance, Wes, are super fans of the podcast. Uh, so I'm excited to have them. Well, you, not them, but Wes is there. He's uh, here. <laughs> on the episode. Um, Beth has been a my friend since we met at Lynchburg College, now renamed to the University of Lynchburg. But it will forever be Lynchburg College to me and Beth. <laughs> um, did you graduate from University of Lynchburg or was it still LC when you graduated? So I graduated my undergrad was from Lynchburg College, but my doctor was from University of Lynchburg. So I have that both. Is so wild. It's kind of cool. Reasons. The fact that that happened, but also the fact that you're a doctor. Yeah, it's kind of cool. That is so wild. <laughs> I don't know you as Dr. Beth. I know you as my I hardly know myself as Dr. Beth. What am I saying? <laughs> it's so weird to hear. Yeah, I have I'm patients sure. that'll call me Dr. Beth and I'm just like, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm Beth. I'm yes. just, I'm just Beth. Like, <laughs> I'm just Beth. That's it. That's so cool. I'm, I'm, I mean, we're getting into the heavy stuff now, but I'm just so proud of you. Um, you, you knew you wanted to do that from like the word go. So the fact that you did it and are a working doctor, um, it's just incredible. So I have to give you mad props uh, for you. that, Beth. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. Like I said, to have you on this episode and, uh, kind of get into it. Um, Beth is also, uh, as you'll come to know through this podcast episode, just one of the sweetest and kindest individuals, just like a breath of fresh air in this weird world that we all live in. Um, and I'm really just happy to have known you and kept in contact with you, with you through, Likewise, man, you are one of the first people that I truly became really good friends with at Lynchburg. Like we knew each yeah. other, like, I'm sure we'll get into it. Like we were also in a sorority together. I didn't want to join a sorority <laughs> at all. And like, the only reason I probably did was one, my wifey, Melissa, mm-hmm. and then Megan and knowing all of her friends, I was like, these are people I want to be with like yeah. at all times. And then there's a whole other story, which I'm sure we'll get into, but yeah. So yeah. I just as much you, you are such a role model to me in so many ways. We did, you helped make my entire college experience. I knew you for a year. Like it's, oh, or you were in I the know. same school for a year. That is but so then, nuts. Like we were both in student activities. You really propelled me to want to do that. And just like your woo, your wooness. I don't know if you, you even heard woo in a while. I don't, oh, I don't know, I, yes. <laughs> but like you are just like such a role model to me. So I'm just so glad to know you and just, we could go back and forth all day. I know. (laughs) It's funny that you bring that up because we only actually were in college together for a year. 
mm-hmm. which to have the bond that we had just for that year. And I wouldn't even, it wasn't even a full year. We, I mean, an academic year is August to May. Mm-hmm. When I graduated from college. Yeah. So we were, and then we didn't really meet until mid September, October, maybe it was September, but we had yeah. all those trips, all those trips back to Maryland. Yeah. I drove and... back to Maryland from college. Uh, Cause she, we're both from Maryland. That was like our first, one of our first bonding things. Mm-hmm. We were like, Oh, we're both from Maryland. And she's not too far from where I grew up. Um, in Ellicott city, Maryland, shout out. Um, (laughs) um, but yeah, that's just so wild. And you brought up Melissa, Melissa Michek, who is actually in sorority lingo. If you're in a sorority or have been in one, you'll understand this, but Beth, um, is my grand little. Uh, so she's my little, little, Mm. uh, shout out to Paige Hammock if she listens. Um, and then Melissa, her wifey, as she called her, uh, is my actual little. So I got her senior year when Beth, uh, and her joined. Uh, my senior year their freshman year um and it's just so it's so crazy that we didn't even really spend that much time together in school I know uh get it like obviously we got to know each other and bond that way but it's just that's just it's so weird it's so crazy how friendship works like that um no and that happened again on my college program I mean I know there's some of those people who are only like four months (laughs) still friends you you have that quality about you though like you just you know, seriously. And you, you <laughs> give me that look, but like you have that way of like bonding with people. You just like, you just have all the qualities that just like make people want to be around you and never leave or come back a thousand it's my times. Woo. I have to get you to like me. You have to like me. I'm it's a woo. Hard. It's not hard. <laughs> oh, well, Beth, thank you so much. You're if you welcome. guys ever need to be talked up or need like a confidence boost, just talk to Beth. She'll, she's got you all day long. <laughs> She'll make you feel like you are the bee's knees. Like you are a million bucks, baby. <laughs> okay. So Beth, as a super fan, yes. what's the first segment that we're going to talk about? We are first going to talk about our kind of therapy. We're going to talk about our three favorite things first. Three favorite things. Okay. Yeah. We're going to go shallow, mid-level, deep end. Goodness gracious. <laughs> oh, That's man. okay. I know you're still it's a super fan. It's been a long fan. day. I've been you're still a, long a super day. fan. I'll forgive you for now. <laughs> okay. um, so Beth, I want you to tell me your top three favorite things of the week. They can be people, places, things, food, TV, pop culture, animals, whatever you want. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to say my first favorite thing is RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, because hell yeah. I just got back into that. It's been a while, but I'm finally like in a place in my life where I can actually sit. And plus, we don't have anything to go on Friday nights. So it works True. out. Um, Who is your favorite queen so far? I have not finished the most recent episode. So no spoilers here. Um, okay. I love Denali. Same. And I also, although her drag is kind of different, I really like the personality of Got Mick. Yeah, I'm I, not much on her her like looks as a drag queen, um, but I love her personality both on the runway and off. Yeah, I can appreciate that. So, uh, I love Rose's personality. She mm. is just she's funny, and I think she knows what she wants too. Yes, yes, which is a quality I want to have all the time. Yeah, and I actually kind of like the way that they're doing the season so far how they haven't really I mean I haven't watched the last episode so I don't know what happened but so far as so much as I know they haven't eliminated anybody yet they're still kind of like keeping them separate uh the winners versus the losers you know um so I actually really I I like the way the season's going so far a lot of people have given it flack but I will watch RuPaul's Drag Race all day long no matter which season if it's season 9 10 11 which are not the 
best but yeah uh cool rupaul's drag race love it yes um i also love being bride um that oh, is yes. my other favorite thing because i was I like who's on- leanne bride <laughs> No, I just, we did a venue tour today and I just, it was really weird because it's kind of like the first thing that one's on most people's list of the venue is the first thing. And two, like, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm getting married. That's pretty cool. Yes. Um, so there's that. And just yeah, like Wes and Beth just got engaged not too long ago, a couple yeah, months ago. Yeah. Right before Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, um, there's that. And just like looking at things on Pinterest and, you know, just kind of having fun with like figuring out that day and you know, just enjoying the time. Um, That's so fun. Yeah. And then the third thing is the COVID vaccine. Um, Yes. Please tell all about it. Sure. So I got my vaccine, my first dose, I got the Moderna. So I had to get my next one in 28 days. Um, I went in. So as a healthcare worker, as a, as a physical therapist, um, I just went into our health department and got the vaccine. It was pretty painless process. Um, I signed up online. They had to make sure I was a PT, but went in, you know, they gave all the information. My arm hurt like heck for a day or two. Yeah. Um, I was moving it around constantly. I was like, it's just a sore muscle. Like Beth, you know what this is. Like, it's fine. <laughs> You're um, literally a doctor of physical therapy. So I, I would hope yes. that you knew what, what the best thing right. to do. Right. So moved it around. And then I guess it was like a Thursday, Sunday, I, had, I was pretty fatigued. I had a little bit of a headache and I had a little bit of chills. Um, but overall I didn't have too much granted. I don't know. I've heard some different things about the second dose, but it affects everybody differently. Um, so if, if everyone would like, I can let you guys know what happens with second dose. I'll let Megan let you guys know. Um, stay tuned. (laughs) Yes. So, but overall, I'm just really happy with science and, um, that we have the opportunity for this. And I will be happy when everyone can has the opportunity to get it. Um, you know what's so. crazy? That science works. Isn't that nuts? So crazy. It, I love that. It's very ridiculous, but yeah. it does work. And and like <laughs> in general with COVID, like it's been kind of crazy at work, you know, working mm. an outpatient, but you know, we do as much as we can. We clean everything. Everyone wears a mask and yeah. you know, we do the best we can. And I have not gotten COVID, you know, knock on wood. Right. For sure. Everything's been good so far. So let's just hope that it keeps. Yeah. So Beth, I was actually, since you brought up the vaccine and working as a physical therapist right now, I was actually going to ask you about your experience working in as a healthcare worker right now on the front line, you know, not in the hospital per se, but still you're a healthcare worker. You're working with patients day in and day out. So what has your experience been like with everything going on? Yeah. So the beginning, we've kind of gotten into a groove at this point, you know, like we kind of know what we got to do. The beginning of the pandemic, we really didn't know what the heck was going on. You know, (laughs) should we stay open? Should we close any of that type of stuff? So at first, a lot of my patients were, you know, either went on hold or discharged. Um, You know, obviously patients weren't going into their doctor, so we weren't getting referrals. Right. Um, oh, I didn't even think about that either. Yeah. So like a lot of our patients, we do have some patients who come to us direct access, which just means they can come to physical therapy at, you know, at any point without a doctor's referral. It mm. depends on your state, but you can go see your physical therapist in some states without even having a script. So keep that. You in hear mind that there. people? Everybody. <laughs> um, anyway, so, 
you know, people stopped. We had really slow, you know, everything like that. It started to pick back up around the summertime. Um, and we're for the most part back kind of to our normal, normal things, except everyone wow. is wearing a mask. We're cleaning everything after everybody's uses, the tables, the equipment, or even our like our resistance bands, our therabands are getting sprayed down like after every wow. patient. Wow. Um, and we're trying to socially distance. So our clinic is a little set up a little bit different than it usually is. Patients can be in private rooms if they would like. Um, and it kind of depends on the clinic. Um, but we're kind of just doing our best to, you know, wear a mask and obviously asking patients, we check their temperatures when they walk in. When we give them a reminder call, they're like, if you have any, if you have any exposure, if you have any symptoms, stay home. And we also offer telehealth now, which is like the coolest thing. What? Um, which shouldn't have been a thing. Like we wouldn't have had it for like five or six years, but because of COVID, it got fast tracked for. So if patients don't feel well, or honestly, we use it for all kinds of situations now, um, we can actually still do our appointments just over our computer instead, which is a little different as a physical yeah. therapist. It does work in some cases though. So we've had patients that have either tested positive or like known a family member that has, and we can't see them in person, obviously, until they get tested. Um, right. And then we can just go through exercises or give education. Um, so it's definitely been very different. And I have myself and outpatients different than I have some friends who work in acute care. Um, and are some people are working directly with COVID patients, which is insane. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, and even as just a physical therapist, I can't imagine being, and you said frontline worker, which, you know, to me, I don't consider myself technically on that front as much as like nurses or doctors. For sure. But you know, to be in a situation where we're working with patients day in and day out, that is true. Like it's, we just don't know. Yeah. Um, so it can be, it's been pretty taxing, um, even in outpatients. So I commend all of those people who are directly working with, with COVID patients. Like, I don't know how you do it. And I'm just praying that yeah. everyone is doing well. So that's kind of from the outpatient perspective, um, where we are right now. And I'm sure everyone has a little different experience. Yeah. And it's also depends on where you are right now. Um, like sure. here in Florida, we haven't had rules since May, baby. Um, so Maryland is so different. Like yep. been on the forefront from the beginning. And I'm very thankful that where we are, people are taking it seriously. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, you know, I see your posts as, as your friend and I'm just like, we went to Virginia this weekend and it was a totally different ball game than it is mm -hmm. here in Maryland. And we were one state away. Yeah. So it's in, it's insane. It's um, very different. And just everyone just wear your masks and we can all get through this. Please. For the love of God, <laughs> it's been almost a freaking year. Mm -hmm. I swear to God, if I have to wear a mask next year, because of you idiots, I'm going to come to your house <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, so Beth, I actually, before we move into the next segment, I mm -hmm. want to hear, uh, you're a, your specialty for physical therapy is pelvic health. Yes. For specifically for people who identify as women. Um, mm -hmm. and I, I know you're very passionate about it. Your Instagram is just full of knowledge. And I mean, I watch sometimes and I'm like, man, I've been a woman for my whole life. Uh, I'm almost 30. <laughs> um, there's still things that I learn every time you post a video. Um, I'm glad. Yeah. So I want you to kind of tell me and the pool peeps, uh, what makes you so passionate about this area of study and what kind of led you to this, this arena for yourself? Yeah. So one thing I'll definitely say is pelvic health encompasses right now in my specialty, I can only treat females because that's only what I've learned. Got um, it. but 
we do also treat males okay. um, as a whole. So we actually just recently changed our name from the section of women's health to the Academy of Pelvic Health. So to encompass ah. males, females, pediatrics, geriatrics, um, cisgender, non, you know, L- whole LGBT community, everyone. You name it, you got it. Yes. <laughs> everyone cool. has a, everyone has a pelvic floor. True. So that's kind of the first thing. Um, I didn't know this existed until I got into PT school. I had a professor who was involved in the section and, um, you know, I went and talked with her a little bit. I went to our combined sections meeting, which is basically like our entire APTA. Um, and I just kept going back to pelvic, pelvic floor, um, sessions Mm -hmm. and it's so tied to quality of life. You know, sometimes after you have a baby, everyone, people leak just because it's common. And this is the biggest thing, just because it's common does not mean that it's normal. Right. Or women have pelvic floor dysfunction. Even if it's mild, I don't want you to have to pee your pants when you exercise or wear yoga pants, like black yoga pants. That's not normal. And a PT can help you. It, it's, it's truly something Guys, you heard it here first, just because <laughs> it happens. Doesn't mean it's not, doesn't mean it's normal. Okay. Right. <laughs> and so like we treat urinary incontinence, we treat pelvic pain. So that includes pain with, with sex. That includes just general pelvic pain, abdominal pain, um, pregnancy, postpartum constipation. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of like, there's just so many different things. Like your pelvic floor is just, is a part of your core. Like it still needs to be strong. It can contribute to low back pain. It can contribute to like a host of difficulties. Um, if you ever have any questions, please don't hesitate to like reach out. I actually have some friends that have, um, and everyone's like, I'm going to give you too much information. And I'm like, girl, I talk about pee, poop, and sex every single day. This is normal. This is completely normal. Yeah. And some, some people, you know, are like, I really don't want to talk about this. So when they come to me, they're like, well, you know, I didn't know we were going to do this, this, or this. And I'm like, it's all within your comfort level. If you, you know, if you're ready to do an examination, like, let's do it. If you're Mm -hmm. not quite sure about it, let's talk about it more. Or we can do tons of different things. Even just education. If you're not interested in me, like physically doing anything, right. You can do things, just education, even just changing a few of your, like, if you're taking in a lot of bladder irritants, like coffee, soda, all those different things, if you just change one or two of those to water, sometimes like leakage goes away. There's right. a whole host of things. And I could, I could go on for days. I, I know you know that. Um, I love that. I love that. But, and also one more thing, Kegels are not for everyone. If you have pain, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just on the title of the my, episode. Kegels are for everyone. Kegels are not for everyone. Um, so main things to get from pelvic floor. Everyone has a pelvic floor just because it's common doesn't mean it's normal. And Kegels are not for everyone. Yeah, so. Well, we're done with the episode. You guys <laughs> learned all you need to know. Uh, thanks, Beth, for coming. I'm just kidding. Um, no, I just think it's really fascinating because as I've gotten older, I've realized that some of the stuff that I don't know or do know is all a sham sometimes. Like the fact that I'm not educated on some yeah. of this stuff is well, awful or that w- as a, as a whole, the yeah. community, both men and women and if, whoever's in between is yeah. just somewhat not educated on any of this stuff. So when I watch your educational videos and things and posts, mm-hmm. I'm like, where is, why, why do I have to just see this on Instagram now? Why did I right. not see this t- two years ago well, or and you know, like, whatever? And so many women like postpartum, like, Oh yeah. Like I've always leaked. And I'm just like, but you don't have to. Pregnancy? And like OBs. Sorry, yeah, go like ahead. Go OBG, ahead. OBGYNs don't, 
and this isn't an, on anybody. I don't think that it's necessarily, I just don't think they really learn about the musculoskeletal system, but as a physical therapist and pelvic floor, like I'm a musculoskeletal specialist. So like I deal with those muscles, they can keep the, they can use, you know, learn about the organs and all those types of things. But what I do is I treat those muscles. And if, you know, I want to optimize that system. And then once we can't, you know, do anything more then that might warrant something else. But like, it's just, uh, it just really stinks. I have patients who are like in their sixties that I get them to stop leaking. Like it's right. just the most interesting. It's, it's the cool thing. As long as you're diligent, like it works. It truly does. And yeah. I love being able to see people. I have patients that are like, oh, I've been telling all of my friends and like, <laughs> I didn't really think this could work, but it's working. And I'm like, that's, that's all I need is that you understand what's going on and I can give you the tools to go on. And cause again, it's tied to quality of life. Like no one yeah. talks about peeing their pants or sex, peeing with intercourse. That's the biggest one for me is like, they're like, I didn't know that it wasn't supposed to be painful. And I'm like, sex is supposed to be a very enjoyable experience. And <laughs> right, right. I want to, I want you to feel good. I had a patient just recently, I just discharged that was like, it doesn't bother me that much, but like, I just thought it was, it was normal to have pain with a gynecological exam or I'm wow. sorry for all these guys in here right now. If they're, listening, I'm not sorry. Y'all need to but, learn. Y'all need to be like, educated, <laughs> but it's just, it's, it just feel it's, it's a good place to be and just to be able. And it's just, it's such a taboo subject. And I, I have some classmates that were like, I won't want to touch pelvic floor with a 10 foot pole. And I'm just like, you know what, let's go. Like, right. let's just do it right? and let's talk about it and let's make this normal so that everyone can feel good and no one has to wear a poise pad. Those commercials make me so mad. Um, so Things you never thought would make you angry. Diaper commercials for, for adults. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Wow. So yeah. And I, my, I'll get off the soapbox for right now. No. But. <laughs> On this podcast, we don't care what kind of soapbox you're on, baby. Um, <laughs> the other thing, the last thing I want to say about this yeah. subject, because I was about to say, and I didn't want to inter interrupt you, is that uh, you talked about postpartum and pregnancy. Yeah. Um, my friend, Katie Berry, you know, Katie, um, yeah. she is pregnant, about to give birth any day now, really. Um, and just going like, obviously I am not the one that is in the situation that's pregnant, but sure. just going through this with her and hearing about the things that, um, are like kind of not symptoms or whatever, but things she's experiencing as a pregnant woman and just watching like some of my friends go through this process of having children or trying to have children. And even watching, I watch that girl, Colleen Ballinger, who is Miranda Sings. She, when yeah. she had her child, pregnant pregnancy is a post she has PTSD from her pregnancy experience and you're taught, we're taught as women that pregnancy is the most enjoyable, magical experience, and you'll never feel prettier than when you're pregnant, which could be true for some women. Um, but the women that I have talked to and mm. seen experience pregnancy, that has not, it's been the exact opposite. Mm. Um, so I think what you're doing, Beth, is very important for everything, for everyone men, women, between whoever to be educated. Um, and I think it's raising awareness. So I think when you are a senior in your area, when you kind of look back on where it started with you, not that this just started like right now, it's been yeah. kind of with our generation getting older and getting into our careers and realizing that we need to be advocates for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, 
as human beings in all walks, in all areas of our lives, um, I think you're going to look back and see the impact of voicing these concerns of being like, just because this is happening doesn't mean this is normal by doing that and by bringing that up. So I think the work you're doing is very important in Thank all you. regard. Yeah. yeah thanks. Um, so I'll get off my soapbox now. Uh, we'll move on to the <laughs> next question. Uh, 20 good. years later. <laughs> um, my, well, actually, my three favorite things. Yes, oh my God, please I forgot. tell me. Okay. Um, one of my favorite things is wearing leggings and sweatshirts to work um, because I work from home now. And so I literally, lucky. I know. Oh, sorry. Um, oh, that's okay. That's all good. I literally can wake up 30 minutes before I start work. I'll throw on a pair of leggings. And recently it's been chilly in Florida. So I've been wearing a sweatshirt almost every day or a jacket mm. of some sort. Nice. And I, my desk is right next to my bed. I go out, get my breakfast, come sit in bed and start work. So it's nice. been really great. Um, that sounds awesome. I tried to get like, get dressed for work, like business mm. professional, but I was just like, sure. These people ain't going to feed me. They don't need to know. No. Um, my second thing is um, my GPA and being done with school. Um, Congratulations. Seriously, that's so, so, so awesome. And your GPA was like bomb. I mean, I don't want to say anything, but yeah. Go ahead, girl, say it. Say I mean, it. It was pretty good. It was a 3.916. Wow. Like, like counting or anything. But um, yeah, I, they submitted my final grades today. So I'm officially done with school. Never have to do it again unless I sign up for it myself. Um, <laughs> so I'm just... I'm nice. I'm, this is the end of the road for education. For me, I think so. I'm just sure. so excited. Um, understandable. And then the, my third thing is stupid, but, um, we just ordered new vitamins and they're called smarty pants vitamins. Have you heard of these? I have not. They're from Costco and they are gummy vitamins for adults and they are delicious. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, if you hear this ad Costco or smarty pants, we are not sponsored. Um, but yeah, they're really good and yummy. And that's that on that. <laughs> Cool. I wish I had a Costco near me. We have Sam's Club, but there's only also two of us, so I haven't decided I should buy in bulk just yet. True. But yeah, we just joined soon. Sam's Club too, so now we have Costco and Sam's Club. Nice. <laughs> Not sponsored by either one of those either. But um, Kirkland brand is the bomb, so you got to keep the Costco one, and then Sam's Club. Yes. <laughs> the Sam's Club is closer to us than Costco, so that's why mm -hmm. my mom did it. Um, we order things online from Costco a lot and do Instacart yeah. through them. Oh, very um, nice. Yeah. So that works out for us. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, thank you for sharing all of that information, Beth. Uh, we'll move forward with the podcast for everyone. If you're still listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you. <laughs> so Beth, we're going to talk about astrology, a little, bit of, Yay. a little bit of Enneagram, which I know you're more familiar with Yes. Um, than your sign. But what is your sign, Beth? I am a Capricorn. That's right, ladies and gents. She's the first <laughs> Capricia corn on our podcast. Wow. Right? I think so. I hope so I hope I'm saying that and I'm not just um, lying. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you are the first Capricia corn, but let me, let me check real quick. Yeah, I, you, I definitely have not had one. So I am correct. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, I call it Capricia corn because that's what RuPaul calls it. So that's just oh. infiltrated my <laughs> vocabulary. I like um, it. And you had texted me a couple of days ago saying that you don't really think you identify with your sign. Uh, so I give don't. us the rundown. What is What are Capricorns all about? I don't. Okay. I really, honestly, I don't know <laughs> don't that much. Don't stress out. <laughs> 
Tell me, M- Megan, please tell me what the Capricorn is all about. So from what I know and experience, um, Capricorns are an earth sign. So as a Virgo, I am also an earth sign. Okay. Um, I'm not, again, I'm not the expert on this and I'm not, um, like, you know, the end all be all. I know a lot about my sign Virgo because I've, I fully 100% identify with it. Yeah. Um, but Capricorn women usually are very, um, scheduled. They don't, they, they're just very regimented in how they think, how they act, how they do things. Um, they're very smart, intellectual, um, different than the Aquarius, uh, sign. The Aquarius are intellectual in that kind of creative, uh, kind of ever flowing knowledge and wisdom. Not Mm -hmm. that you are not intellectual, Beth, obviously. Um, but as a Capricorn, um, they're typically just very responsible, um, disciplined, have a lot of self-control, um, and typically like just very grounded, like in in themselves. All right. That makes sense. Does that feel like it? It It um, resonates a little more with me. Okay. Like, so I have that CoStar app. I don't know if any, if anyone does. Shout out to CoStar, not sponsored. (laughs) Not sponsored. But like one of the things that's on there is I definitely am responsible. I'm really rational. Mm. relatively efficient but one of the things it says is it can lead to a power hungry ambitiousness like work like workaholism Mm -hmm. which I don't know that I'm like this like and and granted like it's one one thing that I may be getting stuck in right um but it's just one of the things like whenever like I see and I told Megan this I was like whenever (laughs) I see those dang like memes of like all the different things it was like like I feel like Capricorn is not me like, I think the other one I saw other day, I saw something about bagels and it said I was a whole wheat bagel. And I'm just like, that's boring. I'm not, you boring. know, that actually does make sense though for Capricorn. And I know you don't I like know. that, but, <laughs> but it might make sense. And that's the thing. So I maybe, and then you told me to look into my moons. Yes. Your moon and so your rising. I'm a moon of Taurus. So it says it rules my emotions, moods, and feelings. And it says mm-hmm. that I'm my emotional self is very romantic and sentimental, which is very true. I am deeply loyal. And I try to maintain security and stability within relationships, which is very connected to my Enneagram. Yes. Um, so I was like, okay, that makes more sense. And yeah. then, yeah. So those are like the really, the really big things. I was like, okay, that makes more sense, but definitely the responsibility. I'm, you know, it just, to me, like Capricorn just felt like it was like very serious. I'm like, I'm just not like that kind of serious person, but then, you know, I think it depends on how you look at it. So True. After and looking into a little bit more, you know, maybe, maybe I am a Capricorn, but <laughs> it's a, it's a lot of reflection. Um, yes. but also in my opinion, the Zodiac is all about energy and the energy okay. that the sign radiates. It may not all, all that energy may not pertain to you. Okay. It may pertain to the sign as a whole, but mm-hmm. it honestly, it depends on what you resonate with. Like you said, um, yeah. And it's also, I mean, sometimes you just, I don't like to see some things about Virgo that are like, you guys are very, uh, neat freaks and, uh, want control. And I'm like, no, I don't. And then I realize, yeah, I, I like to be in control and I, and I am a clean freak and I have to have things in an order. I love a schedule. Uh, I yeah. love a to-do list. Yes. <laughs> um, so it's all about energy in my opinion. Yes. That's how I read astrology mm-hmm. and how I yeah. connect with it. Um, sure. and I mean, the moon and the rising definitely affect how you, how you, how Capricorn, um, how we see you as a Capricorn. Uh, so you have to kind of, I'll take it all into account. 
And not everything's going to be 100% true because it may not be the energy that you connect with. So yeah, that's what I have to say about that. I love it. I'm learning. I love it. (laughs) Uh, And I want to read more about like, you know, earth signs, air signs, Mm -hmm. water signs, all that stuff. And I want to learn about the houses and stuff. Um, So coming soon to a podcast near you, who knows, maybe I'll be like super read up on astrology outside of my own, just kind of looking around and stuff, but, um, but you're more passionate about the Enneagram. Yeah. So what's your Enneagram type? I am a type six, which is the loyalist. Oh, okay. Okay. So like the main things is, um, I'll just like read one thing. It says they're loyal, hardworking, trusting, cautious, and sometimes anxious. They're good at solving problems. Also, also, uh, often anticipating them before they happen, which I am the person that always is going to tell you, I'm going to have plan A, B, C, D, and I'm going to tell you that, and I'm going to, in my head, I'm going to have the worst case scenario. So I know it. So it most likely won't happen. So um, you know how you said you don't really resonate with Capricorn? I know. That's I very know. Capricorn. Of as you. Soon as Big you said, Capricorn like, energy. <laughs> yes. So there we go. So, um, oh, yeah. And we also desire security above all else. So I want to like be safe and secure. Yes. A lot of times and something that I had to like work through was that like as a six, I tend to stay in relationships longer than I need to, whether that be a friendship or a serious relation, you know, a mm-hmm. romantic relationship because I feel safe and secure. Um, mm. But I just love being, I honestly, I love being a six because I, at first, like I looked for all the bad things that came with a six because it was like, you know, you're always anxious, which I'm going to lean into it. Like I'm a really anxious person, which will come back up later in my, how I do my therapy. Um, but it's just like the, you know, we're really good at being supportive. We are resourceful. We're passionate. We're empathetic. And I think that really resonates with me as a pelvic floor therapist, especially because I just want, I want to try and meet someone where they are. And I hope that I'm a calming person to talk about this taboo subject. Um, I'm trying to think of like other things, like I'm a wing seven, cause like, mm-hmm. like you're two different wings. So yep. I'm wing seven is extroverted, um, more, you know, risky, but cautious, anxious, energetic. I'm like going through my, my Instagram <laughs> right now. I'm trying to find like different things. Um, but like, you know, we're more outgoing, we're social, um, we're optimistic, but we're also like indecisive and friendly. So there's just like, some things are contradicting. I feel like in a six, like, I feel like a lot of the other types have like, this is one way, but sixes like have all these very contra indicating counterintuitive things. Yeah. Um, and I really enjoy that because I feel like there are some days where I'm like totally one way. And then other days where I'm like, not so excited (laughs) about this or, you know, it, but it forces me to think about that and learn from it and, and move forward. So, Mm. um, I like the problem solving nature, especially, and just like how loyal I am to people. Cause I think that that really resonates with me as a person, um, and kind of bringing in Disney it's Rapunzel is a usually Mm. one as one of the sixes that kind of comes out a lot. Yep. Um, which I really love because that's one of my tangled is one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, so it's, it, I just, I resonate with it a lot. Um, and I've always really enjoyed. You are definitely one of the most loyal people that I know. Hands down 100%. You would drop anything if I needed help with something 
instant text back, instant phone call, instant want to go to Sheets Run in college. <laughs> what oh my gosh. like it didn't even matter. You could have been like in your bed asleep, and you would have been like, "I'll be there." <laughs> um, so one hundred percent matches who you are, how you act with, with other people and things. Um, I'm a type two, which is the helper. Yes. Um, yes. I see it. <laughs> um, I'm actually a two wing three, which is the okay. achiever. Um, so I, I have to get you to like me and I also have to be the best at doing something. Sure. <laughs> so, um, which resonates one highly with me. Um, yeah. type twos often get a reputation for being like, uh, depend, very dependent on the Same sixes. Yeah. Uh, the very dependent on other people's, uh, energy and things, mm-hmm. um, which I think is true. Um, I'm a fairly independent person, I think, but I do, mm-hmm. as, as we kind of mentioned earlier, I'm a woo for mm-hmm. my strengths quest, which means, which stands for winning others over. It literally means that I have to get you to like me. Um, sure. <laughs> so, um, one post about type twos I saw yesterday said, one of the questions I always ask is, do you love me? Do you like me? And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> I do wonder about that sometimes. With yeah. People. <laughs> yeah. Not like all the time. I've grown out of that kind of, I used to be very dependent on other people's thoughts and opinions of me when I was younger, which I think does happen a lot uh, yeah. when you're insecure, especially growing up and things like that. But um, yeah. I do rely on, on my relationships with other people to make yeah. sure that I feel secure in them um, mm-hmm. by having validation. Um, yeah. <laughs> so um, I think us together in our Enneagram are very, um, we are very whatever Enneagram type it says we are. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, into it. Yeah. And Wes is actually a two. Um, <gasps> he Wes. is. Oh he God. is a two. I need so, to get Greg to take the Enneagram test. Greg, if you're yes. listening, go on to the Enneagram <laughs> website and take the test so I can know. <laughs> yeah. And then on that website, like I think it's the Enneagram Institute. You can actually go through and see like, if you like, you can see how each type works together, both in like platonic relationships yeah. and romantic relationships. And like how the strengths match together, how the, like the weaknesses can, you know, kind of not necessarily butt heads, but how they can be different and how to like go through that. Right. Um, and like, it's kind of on the same, you know, era of like love language. I think yeah. love languages, anything where you can learn more about your significant other, I think is so important to learn how to work in a relationship. Um, For sure. So it's really cool. And even like platonic relationships too. Like I have friends, like I had a friend who was a, um, she's a five and I was like, one, you were definitely a five and two, we can work <laughs> together because they're both in that head space. Cause it's, I think it's yep. four, five and six are all like in your head. Um, and like, we all learned how to work and this is all PT school. So like, we all were like, we knew how to work with each other because we knew our strengths. We knew things that we could work on more. Yeah. Um, and it made us all better students, I think, and also better friends. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I love, I love just being, it's all about self-awareness really as with astrology and with your Enneagram and love languages. For sure. Um, so, and strengths. I mean, I talk about strengths quests, not sponsored, but I took the strengths quest in college yeah. and my top five strengths, I haven't retaken it since because you have to pay for that. And I'm not about that life. I haven't um, retaken it either. <laughs> um, but my top five from then were woo, includer, harmony, positivity, and adaptability. Which sure, I, we have the same three of the same ones. Beach, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we friends. It's um, true. But I mean, that that also matches up with my two personality. It also matches up with some of those with your six personality. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's all it's all relative. It all is about self awareness and understanding how you interact with the world and 
yourself and each other. So I think it's important. So to all y'all haters out there, y'all need to go watch, look at your sign and understand why you're a Scorpio and why you hate <laughs> astrology. Okay. Thank you. Um, and of course, Melanie's a Gemini. She's not here to talk about it. And she's also a nine. That's her, her, uh, um, okay. her type. P- yep. Peacemaker. I can yes. see it. <laughs> My friend, Katie, who was the first guest on the podcast, Katie yeah. Stokes, she is an eight and she will tell you all day long that she loves to challenge people. Uh, yep. So <laughs> Katie, if you're listening, I love you. Don't, <laughs> don't hurt me. Um, <laughs> cool. Uh, so now we're going to, we're going to swim out to the deep end, Beth. Okay. Um, I want to know about your mental health journey. Uh, I, I know about it um, yeah. for the most part. I know a lot about it. Yeah. Um, but I would love you to kind of regale with the pool peeps with, um, how you've gotten to, you just are in such a great headspace. It seems, um, in general with everything, especially going on, um, <laughs> it's hard to be that way right now, but you've had some hard times, uh, that I'm familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, but how, how have you gotten to this positive or how have you remained such a positive, uplifting human being? Yeah. I mean, lots of different things. Um, so I've been, you know, truthfully in and out of, you know, doing talk therapy for since college. Um, I guess it was like Mm. my sophomore year of college, you know, I had a lot of anxiety, um, with separation, um, and just kind of having a difficult time. That was kind of the first time that I was truly like self-aware of, of Mm. talk therapy. I'd done it when I was really young. Mm -hmm. Um, but that was my first time I was like self-aware. Um, I did that for a summer and then was able to go back to school and get back into all of my activities without any difficulties. Yeah. Um, but I've always had this anxiety and I think, and it could be more along the generalized side. I don't know totally where it came from. You know, there's lots of different things like, you know, I won't go into it, but it's, you know, growing up in Howard County, Maryland, anyone from Maryland knows it's a very, very awesome place to grow up. I'm Mm -hmm. very grateful for the opportunities I had. Um, but it is a place where kind of a perfectionism place. Um, and in, 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 in an okay sense, but you know, you know, you could do this, this, and this and be awesome and then go off into your life. Um, and so I did it then, I mean, this is now college. And then, Um, I guess my second year of PT school, um, I was in a serious relationship and he decided he was not happy anymore. I won't go into it because it was Mm -hmm. a whole crazy time. Um, but I went back to therapy then, um, because that's when I actually started to learn really more about my Enneagram and that's where that security and safety comes from. So when he left, it was obviously really difficult for me um, for many, 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 many reasons. Um, but I went to therapy and really learned my Um, Mm self-worth. I learned not to be, uh, to be more independent. Um, and just to get my self-love back, it was difficult because that was where I put a lot of my, my support, my safety, my, what I thought I could do was kind of based on mm. this plan that I thought that I had, yeah. um, that kind of got taken away. So I went back to therapy then, and then I went to, and then I finished that, I guess before my third year. And then when okay. I went back to my third year, um, we had eight weeks of school, everything was great. 
I went to Richmond for eight weeks for my third clinical. And when I got then my fourth clinical was in Chicago, Illinois, which was mm-hmm. the most amazing experience. Uh, but I had a lot of difficulty with separation. I was 10 hours from home by driving. Mm-hmm. I did with a plane right away. Um, and this was my last clinical. This was the one that I had to be entry level or I wasn't going to graduate. Right. And so a lot of pressure, lots and lots of pressure. <laughs> and I put a lot of pressure on myself, um, just as a yep. human being. And I think, you know, in the greatest sense coming from Lynchburg, you know, going there for undergrad and my doctorate, I, you know, it's a smaller school. So, you know, we're right. able to get more direct attention. Our professors are amazing. And so I think I felt a lot of pressure because I had been coming, had come from such a great place, both, you know, growing up yeah. college PT school. And I didn't think I was good enough, you know, mm. and you, I think everyone has those days that imposter syndrome is, is real. And For actually, sure. Melissa shared something with me about the science behind it. I haven't watched it yet. Sorry, Melissa. I will though. Um, <laughs> Called out. Um, and so I ended up going to therapy. Then I went from therapy from like literally the second week I was there until the last week I was there, I was there for four months. Wow. And once a week I went to this woman, she was fantastic. I loved her and she really helped me be like, okay, you can do this, you know? And I really was able to come back to life and get through that clinical, know that I know what the heck I'm doing. Um, I was able to talk through things. I got into some journaling at that point Mm -hmm. um, and being able to talk through things by saying, okay, what is true and what is not true? Because that's what I tend to have difficulties with. Ah, Uh, yes. Trying to figure out what's true and what might be just an anxious thought. Yes. Um, After that, I finished PT school um, and then I moved to Salisbury, Maryland, which is just two hours from home, but Mm -hmm. I was my first big girl job. Um, and I was having difficulty with the transition, um, between right. being in school for my entire life. Like I'm, I'm 25 when I got out of school. Um, and so I've actually, I started going to therapy. Um, I'm still to this day going to therapy. I had, you know, I've taken stints where I've been weekly. I've taken stints where I've been every other week, every yeah. month. Um, when COVID hit, I kind of went back up a little bit because this is a crazy, crazy time. Yes. Um, and, but therapy has helped me a ton just to talk through my anxious thoughts, learning different coping mechanisms. Um, one of my favorite is like radical acceptance, um, which is something I've really had to work on, which basically is like, okay, this is what I feel, but you know, and you know, this is how I'm going to get through it. So like, might not be able to change my situation, but I know that I can do it. Right. Um, and just in general, I mean, I've given you guys a lot, um, which is I, fine. I'm, I'm an open book. Truthfully. Yeah. Um, but I completely 1000% recommend it to everyone. Even if you just go for like a session or two, like it's just a great, like third party who doesn't know anything about your life except for what you tell them. Yeah. Um, and I absolutely have really benefited from every single person that I've worked with. Um, I'm, I know none of them are listening. I don't know why I'm saying that, but <laughs> shout out to Beth's therapists that listen to this to podcast every week <laughs> because they really have helped me. And I still have my days, especially, you know, being a newer therapist. It's one of those situations where I'm like, okay, am mm. I doing this? Well, like, am I, do I know enough? But the farther I get from school, I know that the less I'm going to know. Like, right. you know, but that's not a bad thing. That's just like, I get to go and learn more. So therapy, actual therapy, 
journaling and then just giving time to myself. Like I don't do that enough at all. Um, and, um, there's also different, I actually reading a book called sacred rest and there's actually seven types of rest. Um, so I'm learning through that and how, like where I'm depleted, like there's physical, obviously sleeping, but everyone thinks like, oh my gosh, if I just get enough sleep, I'll be rested. But there's no sis. No, there's (laughs) mental, emotional, social, um, creative, sensory. There's like seven seven types. Um, Really awesome book. I'm about halfway through. It's called Sacred Rest. Um, Not sponsored. Yeah. So (laughs) it's it's definitely interesting. And it's, I think I'll always be a little bit of work in progress, but it's great having one, you know, myself for support, but obviously having Wes and my family and my friends to lean on mm. that obviously helps a lot. I have great coworkers. Um, yeah. so that helps a lot. Um, but just find your support system and, um, do what you need to do for yourself. Even if, you know, I have times where I'm like, am I doing enough? And it's like, you know, if you have a broken, if you have a sprained ankle, you're not just going to walk on it all the time. Right. Even if it's not that big of a deal, you're going to go to the doctor to get something checked out. Yeah. And your mental health is just the same. Yeah. Oh my God. I feel like I've been to therapy. So thank you. <laughs> um, you can bill me at the end of this. Um, okay. <laughs> so I want to kind of speak to this because I kind of can follow the timeline almost. I know mm-hmm. I only was in Lynchburg with you for a little less than a year. Yeah. Um, but then I saw you the summer after you had ended that serious relationship mm-hmm. and I had actually just gone through a really awful breakup myself, not nearly as long as the one that you were speaking about, but one that still just was, For I sure. mean, it was a gut wrenching, awful yeah. experience. It's all so me and you, Yeah. And me and you were just, we were in the pits of hell. <laughs> um, Disney but, world just needed to come to Disney world <laughs> guys don't even pay for therapy. Just come to Disney world. Uh, yeah. just kidding. That's a, a total joke. Don't take that. Whoever's <laughs> listening. Ha 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 joke. Um, <laughs> but just from that was the last time I saw you in person. Yeah, Thanks Rona. Um, I know. to now and just seeing you, even when you answered the phone call today for zoom, I could just tell that you have a different confidence a different air about you and not in a bad way like you're still Beth that I know and love Mm -hmm. and you always have you always have been confident to me the the way you portray yourself in the world it's very Capricorn of you but also very (laughs) confident you've always kind of to me seemed to know who you are which is fine if you didn't um or don't you know um but I just have to say again just very proud of your progress your work as a friend as your um and all in for all intents and purposes mentor uh in sigma sab student activities board um so it's it's very inspirational and a good kind of story to tell and um you know that moment you went through with the breakup and everything and even before that through other trials and tribulations that you've been to with your separation um you know anxiety with separation and things like that um, it's part of your story. It's part of who you are. And you're going to carry that experience with you through the rest of your life into, you know, when you eventually have children, you know, when they go through their, you know, whatever kind of anxieties or challenges or obstacles mm-hmm. or breakups or whatever kind of life they live, um, mm-hmm. you'll be able to kind of bring that back out and be like, you can take it out and look at it and be like, Oh, I remember this. Yeah. And then you can put it away. Sure. Um, so I hope so. Yeah. I hope that I can be 
be that for people. And I appreciate all your words. Thank you. Yeah. You've, you've definitely been it for me. Um, so it, it, I mean, yeah, I just, I love that. What a good, like, and like, I know you said work, a work in progress, but like, what's the fun in having a finished product? You know what I mean? Like you're always yeah. going to be working. You're always going to be going through different life experiences. Life isn't yeah. always, especially right you're, now, life is nuts. Like, yeah. No one is sane right now. Um, I know. <laughs> so obviously everyone's working on themselves in some capacity. So just very proud. Um, thank you. To know you, to love you, to, to have you as a friend. I love you um, too. <laughs> um, so now let's transition to the stupidest question I'm going to ask on the podcast okay. um, f- from that amazing, wonderful story. Um, <laughs> and so heartfelt. And I just, I love that. So now I'm just going to ruin the moment by asking the cannonball question of the week. Oh, um, <laughs> okay. I'm ready. Um, so Beth, in your opinion, when is the most appropriate time to take down your holiday decorations? please discuss. Okay. Um, so I, I love that you're so serious about it. Okay. So <laughs> I am going to say prior to this year, when I was like living, you know, when I've always been with family, we usually take it down right around the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Granted mm-hmm. we were traveling and just not wanting to deal with it. So we kept ours up until like I think maybe two weeks ago. No, it was last week. So, and my sister came to visit. Uh huh. She took down my decorations while I was at work. <gasps> I probably wouldn't have taken them down. I would have taken them down over the last weekend. So probably like the beginning of January. I'm okay. not one for changing the tree to match the holiday. Now, Get out of here if you do that, that. If you want to do that, <laughs> if that brings you joy, go for it. All right. Yeah. Go true. For it. Okay. I sound like an asshole when I said, get out of here. (laughs) No, it's just your preference. But Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to say the beginning of the year. Yeah. We're talking about about like Christmas holidays, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say usually like the beginning, the first weekend or second weekend of January. Yeah, I agree. I Um, think that's like a good spot because it's like, okay, I got to enjoy it through the new year because you never know what's happening in that week between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, what is supposed to be happening? If anybody knows, let me know. Um, Just enjoy the twinkling lights of the tree and (laughs) enjoy and then be like, okay, time for the new year. I'll see you in 12 months or 11 months. With the pandemic happening, Mm -hmm. people put their Christmas decorations up like last summer, right? Sure. So if they can put their Christmas decorations up last summer, I can keep mine up through January, oh, in my sure. opinion. No, for um, sure. This year, I took I put my stuff up. Usually I do it on Black Friday. Granted, yep. we were in Virginia with Wes's family. Mm. Um, totally safe. We were all good there. Just yeah. so everyone knows. Um, but we did it the week before. But granted, if I was really feeling it, I may have done it like two weeks before because 2020 was a wash. So who yeah. cares what's when I put it up? Um, exactly. But we would have we would have done it usually like because I say when Santa comes down 34th Street, that's when Christmas starts for me. Yep. Um, but everyone kind of skipped Thanksgiving, including myself. I truthfully went to Christmas like the beginning of November because why the heck? Why not? not? <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, typically usually around just the beginning of the year, anytime that you really feel it, but don't keep it up through, through at the end of January. I'm just, yeah. but that's just me again. You do you. Yeah. We're going to keep our garland up, I think, but not like the, 
not the Christmas decorations piece yeah. of it. Like we have some snowmen and stuff sprinkled in with it. It's we're winter time. Tree. Yeah. Yeah, but it's still Even winter time. So snowmen's work. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you, Beth, for uh, giving your controversial opinion on that topic. Sure. Um, now let's talk about some pool peep questions. I got a really okay. wide array of questions for you. Really? Yes, All I did. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> the first one actually comes from Allison. Um, she's technically my triple G. She is your triple G. Which makes me feel really old. Allison, anyway, triple G yes. wants to know what our favorite fun Sigma memories are. So oh, I know we've already been talking for an hour and 15 minutes. Um, so we don't have time for all of that, That's Allison, okay. but <laughs> Beth, do you have one that comes to mind? One of your favorite memories? Yeah. One of my, yeah. One of my favorite memories, um, includes, I always, this is like the first thing I think of, we were doing the haunted forest, which was out in forest. I think it was after your time. Um, and we went in and we oh, did like, like different haunted, did we that. did different haunted house. Like we, we did little skits as a part of their haunted house for the Knights of Columbus. Oh, and okay. after we went and got cookout. And there were a bunch of us sitting. I know there's actually one in Salisbury. I've had a few milkshakes, so it's fantastic. But besides the point, we have no time. Um, so we're sitting around the table. We're sitting around a table, and you know the guy who was always like yelling the milkshakes and saying funny voices and stuff. Yeah. Well, he was there, and he this milkshake was sitting there for ever forever and finally he was the first person to stand up and sing me a song gets this milkshake oh, Sarah no. Cerniak shout out Sarah Cerniak stands up and says hit me baby one more time and he was like all right come get this milkshake and so that's one of my favorite Sigma memories was her just like jumping up out of nowhere and just start singing oh my god and I just I love that memory with her and just like with all the girls um but there's way too many to count and it just Sigma brought so much. And I think you agree like to, to our lives and, um, you know, so I Sigma is forever, like my favorite, like one of my favorite things I did in college. I didn't think I was going to do. So yeah. it's real. it's really awesome. People will hear that I'm in a, that I was in a sorority now graduated from the sorority, um, obviously. And they go, really mm -hmm. you? And I'm like, yep. Um, but you have to remember everyone that Lynchburg college where me and Beth both graduated from mm -hmm. is a very tiny private liberal arts school in Virginia mm -hmm. and Greek life there was very different than Greek life oh, at your, yeah. you know, university of Maryland, university of Georgia. Um, yeah. so our Greek experience was positive <laughs> yes, and, um, definitely very non-traditional from the typical fraternity sorority life. Um, sure. And it was definitely not something that I thought I would ever do either. I didn't see myself as a sorority girl. Didn't think that was for me. Mm -hmm. I went through formal recruitment my freshman year um, and got into Tri Sigma. And then Katie Berry um, joined after me, like the week after me, I think through informal recruitment, which is similar yep. to the story of you and <laughs> Melissa. Yep. Um, aforementioned little. Yeah. Um, so it's so funny because you and Melissa are like me and Katie four years apart yeah. in mm -hmm. school. Um, so I think the first thing that comes to mind when I read this, especially in relation to you, Beth, is just me and Katie kind of got very disenchanted with fraternity and sorority life, sophomore and junior years, mm -hmm. um, because it just felt like it was something we were doing. It didn't really give us any joy sure. very much. And that also had to do with like other things we were going through with just being in college and growing up. Um, mm -hmm. but 
Katie and I disaffiliated from our sororities to be uh, recruitment guides for mm-hmm. uh, a month. And that just sparked that, that created a spark of joy that I had not felt for, for, for fraternity and sorority life That's awesome. since I joined, yeah. honestly, if I'm being tr- truthful. Yeah. Um, and then having you and Melissa join and knowing you guys and knowing, okay, well, we're leaving this in capable hands. Like this is, this is going to people who care and who are like me and Katie to live this kind of legacy. Um, so I think you and Beth or your Beth, you and Melissa and all the other sigmas that kind of came in with you as well, yeah. really just kind of sparked why I liked it so much and why the sisterhood was so important. Heck yeah. So by the end of our college careers, I was like, I don't want to leave. Like, yeah. I never thought I would say this, you know, when I was a sophomore or junior, but I was like, I don't want to leave my sorority. I don't want to leave college because the group that I had that we had that year was just so mm-hmm. fun. I remember yeah. the being fun. I remember the events being fun. The sisterhood was the sisterhood. Yeah. That's what it's supposed to be. So Heck yeah. That went on way longer than I expected it to. So I'm sorry it. that I talked your ear off and that I just like overshadowed I that. But, um, but yeah, I think that's one of my favorite memories. I can't think of like a specific one at the moment. Sure. No. Yeah. Cause we were in Sigma for four years. Yeah. It's just a culmination of things. And like the people you met each year. So like my first year, so that I had spent a half, I mean, I spent like the first semester of my college career with you. Like you took me to get groceries. You, we drove yeah. back and forth to Maryland and we were friends before we were sorority sisters. And then the second semester was, you know, we got Paige and then that's yep. my sophomore year was kind of Paige and Sarah Hurst and, yeah. you know, and Melissa and it was kind of them. And then my junior year, you know, junior kind of feels like a blur and then like senior yes. year, it was like, you know. <laughs> It was just like each year had like their own set of people, mm-hmm. you know, and like each person you had like a relation. I think no junior year was like when I really became good friends with like Margaret, at least if I can remember correctly. Right. She was her senior year, and then senior year was like Mel and I, and like you know, and and Julia, and you know, all those yeah. senior girl. Like, what the heck? Why the heck do we have to leave? Like, what are we gonna <laughs> do? And then I ended up sticking around, and then I met all the other girls when I was in my you know PT program, and yeah, it was cool to watch them grow and. I just like to see those people and, you know, Sigma, we always talk about women of character and I think we had the best sorority, like not even like no No shade, but yes, like (laughs) we just had the best people and they were just so fun to be around. I don't think there was ever truly a time where I was like, oh my gosh, I have to go to a Sigma event. Yeah. You know, like I got to go hang out with these people and they were also like my sisters and yeah, you know, like, so so cool. I miss college all the time or undergrad anyway I just go life life was not hard and I thought it was hard then right (laughs) oh my gosh yeah if I could just go back to living like two minutes from all my friends oh I would do that in a heartbeat yes one yes anyway um thank you Allison for that question when you listen um my friend Colleen said or asked okay what would your perfect pizza look like toppings kind of crust and sauce okay um I'm gonna have to go this could get controversial depending on what your answer is well I have to go with the blaze pizza. (gasps) I think they have the best crust barring like overall. I love, Mm -hmm. there's a place in, in Salisbury called evolution brewing company that has the best pizza to me. Yeah. Wes and I go there more, more often than we should. I love how you were just going to try to like whisper it to me, but everyone's going to hear you say, yep. So it doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, but blaze, I'm going to go with like, uh, pizza with like the garlic pesto. Oh, Oh, keep talking keep talking um, the, 
olivani um the big mozzarella slices yes. the yes. parmesan cheese yes. goat cheese the oh. shredded mozzarella um the little tomatoes mm. and um basil fresh basil and that's my pizza i love blaze pizza we have one in disney springs they have one i went there with you and i went there with Corey. yes we were there and then i've also they have one in lynchburg they don't have one in in salisbury but Ooh. um i have evolution brewing company so it doesn't matter but yeah. anyway but yeah so that's my pizza not no. even like i mean i i don't mind tomato sauce but like if you have to, like i would rather have much more cheese than tomato sauce and i don't know if that's unpopular or not but i I don't need tomato sauce. If there's only a little bit on there, perfect. That's it. Cheese like is life. Dish, like deep dish pizza I had in Chicago a few times. Mm-hmm. It's okay. But why is there tomato soup on top of my cheese? No, ma'am. Why? Not for me. Mm-mm. Goodbye. So, that's me. Yeah. Are you that sounds answer? delicious. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'll go with Blaze as well because we're talking about Blaze. So at Blaze, I get a build your own mm-hmm. with uh, the red sauce mm-hmm. and I get shredded mozzarella and ricotta. Mm. ricotta cheese on a pizza is game changing anyway uh then i get pepperoni a little bit of bacon i get spinach uh red pepper yum and oregano and uh, the pesto drizzled on top chef's kiss so good melanie i can't remember what your pizza order is but sorry um Thank you, Colleen, for that question. Yes, I love it. Oh, I know. It's like 940. I need to go to bed. I know. Um, Let's keep going because I love talking with you. I've missed you. (laughs) We could go on for hours. I know. Um, BJ Kiefer asked an interesting question. Hi, Um, BJ. Hey, BJ. Um, How have you maintained your friendship post-Lynchburg, living quite a few states away and during a pandemic? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, Beth, what are your thoughts on that? Um, firstly, thank God for social media. Um, because at least right now during the pandemic, I just feel like I come, I mean, you, you put questions up all the time, but also like you, I just, you know, thankfully we can just like put like some claps or some hearts and like, just kind of comment on each other's lives and like, Hey, like, I know you're here and you're awesome. Um, prior to pandemic, um, we had kind of a, every two year thing going where I'd come down to Florida. So I came down with Paige in 2013. I went yep. with Melissa in 2016. And then I came by myself in 2018. Um, and that's just a time for us to get back together. Like Megan and I have always been like these huge fan girls. Like, I think one of the first things to talk about was I was wearing a star kid shirt. Shout uh-huh. out to anyone who knows about star kid. Star kid um, represent and only true we- fans know. I know. And I was wearing that shirt. And then we talked about Glee and obviously we were obsessed with Darren Chris. We saw him in concert together. Yep. Still um, obsessed. And I'm yes, almost 30. Always 100%. forever. <laughs> um, but we just have this like fun connection where like, we just like a lot of the same things. So it's easy to kind of just like, be like, Oh, Hey, like I saw you were looking at this or, um, yeah. so really just thank God for social media. And like every once in a while, I think we'll text each other like, Hey, thinking of you mm-hmm. or, you know, anything like Snapchat, that. But yeah. Yeah. We had a Snapchat streak for a while. And then I think, I don't know what happened. Something fell off the way. Yeah. Was, I don't use it that often anymore. <laughs> um, but it's just really, it's easy when you can pick up where you left off. And I think a lot of my friends are like that, mm-hmm. um, which I love because like, I can just be like, I haven't talked to you or seen you in forever, but we can pick up right where we left off. Yeah. Um, and I would definitely consider you one of those people. 
I agree with everything you said 100%. That is also my answer. Social media is a game changer in terms of long distance friendships and being intentional with your friendships. Mm -hmm. That's another thing too. Um, I realized through this whole panoramic uh, who, if I'm intentional with reaching out to you and talking Mm -hmm. to you, it, that shows me that has been a big self-awareness thing for me saying, these are the people that I truly care about. Not that I don't care about the other people that I don't intentionally reach out to. It's just that those people are my tribe. That's who I consider part of my, my circle of support. Um, And it changes every now and then, you know, especially Mm -hmm. as you move through phases of life and things, but you are definitely someone who I can pick up. It literally, when you logged on, it felt like, like I had just (laughs) seen, like, like it hadn't been two years or almost three years since I've seen you. Right. So yeah. Thank God for social media. There's a positive there with it. Um, thank you BJ for that question. Yes. Thank you. Um, let's see. We've already kind of talked about memories. Um, Lena, my G little, little, wants to know, um, McDonald's is catering your wedding. Um, can you confirm or deny this? And also will the ice cream machine be working? This sounds like an inside joke, but I had to ask because it's hilarious. It's, I don't, Lena, if it is an inside joke, I'm sorry. I'm like really dead tired. <laughs> um, but McDonald's is sadly not going to cater the wedding. All right. um, there is an app out there. So if you need to know if the ice cream machine is working, apparently there's an app out there that will tell you which ones are working. <laughs> Wes, is that true? Yep, that's true. So I was going to say, if, that, if that's not a thing, then I know what Wes is going to be doing. Thank you. <laughs> um, he actually created, I'm going to brag on him a little bit. He oh. created an app in college that told people like what parking lots were open on JMU's campus. Um, oh. Really cool and computer stuff. Um, he's but, a computer boy. Yeah. He was a computer boy. She said, see you later. Boy. Anyway, not sponsored <laughs> by Avril Lavigne. Um, <laughs> but um, Sadly, it will not be McDonald's, but All right. if you'd like to pick up some burgers in the wind, I will gladly eat them in my wedding dress. Amen, sister. Love it. <laughs> uh, thank you, Lena, for those questions. Yes. And then the last one comes from my friend, Corey from Australia. Um, Hi, Corey. Who's going to be helping with me with some marketing stuff soon. So I'm really excited Fine. to get that stuff out. Um, he wants to know what the silliest, dumbest, or most ridiculous thing Megan has ever done that you can recall. Megan meaning me. Yes. <laughs> Um, I, the first thing that comes to mind for me is that night that we spent in your apartment making vines. Um, oh my God. (laughs) Where we had the list of words that I hate. Yes. The words that we both hate. Oh no. (laughs) It's all coming back to me. It's all coming back. That one. And then the other one that we did was where I popped out from the wall and people still do that to this day. So basically. Where's Beth? (laughs) Sorry, I ruined it. Sorry. You were going to tell the story, weren't you? No, that was it. That's people still to this. So my last name, if anyone remembers from the beginning, three hours ago, Um, (laughs) my last name is where. So like my like everything is like, where's Beth? So mm-hmm. basically like we're, I don't know if we were hopped up on sugar. Like we were not drinking. Like we were just like chilling in Megan's apartment. Like I love that place. Yep. Wood drive. Um, and we just, were just having a good time. And so we did all of our words that we hate. And then 
we were just so tired and we were like she was like where's the bath and i'm just popped out from the thing i don't know where to yeah. find i don't know if it still exists anymore. i wish it still did because um, i want that video so bad now but people still to this day will do that with me um so oh my God. i think i don't know if that's necessarily the most ridiculous but it, it just it that always has stuck out to me as like i mean silly still <laughs> yeah super silly and yeah so much fun that was like almost at the end of when I was graduating, that was like two I wanna, weeks before I graduated. I want to say so. Yeah. Wow. I oh my know. God. I forgot all about those fun. <laughs> I wish I could see them right now. Um, no. Well, thank you, Corey, for that question. Yeah. Um, so now Beth, I want to ask you, um, our last guest, her name was Sam Stone. She's someone I work with who actually got me my new job. Um, oh. and she asked her question okay. for you was, okay. um, are you an Apple or Android user and why? Please explain why. Um, I am an Apple user. Um, All day, baby. Yeah. So I think I started with an iPhone. Um, that was my first smartphone. I mean, like I had like the, the flip open Envy. So like I had like it had internet, but can't get to it easily. Yeah. Anyway, it didn't have like a f screen on it really. It just had a screen yeah. where you could read your text or your phone yeah. call. Mm -hmm. It was, it was, oh, it was just a normal phone. Um, so my first iPhone was when I, my freshman year of college. Um, so I got an iPhone first because I really didn't know about any of your phones. And I was like, oh my God, I want the iPhone because I had an iTouch. So I was like, yeah. I have to have the iPhone. Um, and then after the iPhone, I got a mini iPad, I think for Christmas. And then after that, um, my Dell computer died, rest in peace. Rip. And I ended up going Apple for that. I got a MacBook. Oh, okay. And then... I kind of just stuck with Apple. So it's kind of one of those things I just can't hop off the train. Yeah. Um, and I also have now have an Apple watch for like what I got a few years Same ago for baby. work. So like, yeah, so it's just, I just can't at this point hop off the train. Um, yeah. I think if I do, I will be lost forever. Um, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I, but I do, I mean, I like Apple products. I do, you know, Wes has Android and he is PCs and you know he knows all. But that he's a stuff. gamer so, too, so he's a gamer. They work yeah. better on PC gamings like that MSI laptop and things like that. They for they sure. work better for for gaming and yeah. computer programmers anyway. So, but yeah, I like that question because it's one of the things I've always gone back and forth on. But I just I can never bring myself to switch. I love how streamlined Apple products are. So like my yes. phone and my iPad can both get messages. Mm -hmm. um, my Apple watch gets messages. I don't, the only thing that I have that's not Apple is my laptop is a Lenovo laptop, PC laptop. Nice. Um, but with full sale, if I go back to school and take any kind of even certificate program, they give you a technology bundle as a student and it includes a MacBook. Wow. Um, so who knows if I just go back to torture myself. Yeah. Um, you'll go back to school just for the laptop yeah, just right. for the MacBook. <laughs> or I can get it for a corporate discount, I think. But anyway, uh, yeah, I'm a big Apple, Apple person too. So Thank you for that question, Sam, um, from last week. Um, but what do you want to ask the next guest, Beth? Oh, okay. So I was thinking about this. Mm -hmm. um, just because, like, I don't know, it just it's really big with everyone's life right now. What's one thing that was not planned, like, was not planned for your 2020, but happened as a result of COVID mm -hmm. that you're really happy happened? Oh, that's turning lemon lemons into lemonade, if I've ever heard it. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Oh, I like that question. Okay, great. And uh, I don't know who the next guest is yet. 
I think I have an idea. Um, but she or he will enjoy that question very much. Um, so thank you, Beth, for being yeah. a guest, for being thank my you friend, for having me, for just being a spark of joy in not only my life, but the lives of everyone. Um, I'm sure Wes could attest to that. Um, <laughs> having to be with you every day through quarantine and everything, not having to be, but getting to be. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm just so excited to see how you grow from here. And I'm excited to see you plan your wedding. Uh, and yeah, when you get married, gosh. that'll be so fun uh, yeah. for you and Wes. And uh, it's just incredible. What a, what oh. a great, great time for you. Uh, oh, so I'm so happy for you. you. Thank you. I love you so much. This was like, oh. I was hoping when you first started this podcast, I was like, oh my God, I need to, I need to like come and, and talk. And yeah. you, know, you say it's being like, it's, it's a fun time with your friends and that's exactly what I want this to be. It's perfect. And I love you. And I'm, I'm proud of you just as much. And you have taken everything that has happened in stride and to be able to see you grow in that and start this podcast and, you know, like, I don't know. Just everything. I just, yeah. I, again, you, I see you as a mentor and as a friend and sister and, oh, you're such a lovely and amazing and beautiful Aww. human being. And I could go on for days with fun adjectives, but I love you. And thank you so much for having me. This yes. fun. Oh, I had such a great time. I love doing this because it's an excuse for me to talk to my friends and also um, do this fun podcast. So uh, thank you for your support of the podcast too. Also US, I know you can hear me, but thank you. Um, and on that note, bye. Bye.